You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Hello, lovers. Welcome to You Gotta Love It, the show where you tell us and the rest of the world the things that you love that we might have missed. The show where you come to discover the best things you never knew existed, and the show where you can force us to sit through the worst entertainment you can find and say, well, you gotta love it. My name is Koji. I am a part-time superhero and full-time, ooh, I don't know, alien from uh, another planet born. That looks like Brian Cranston. Yeah, pre, pre-dinosaur era. Post Breaking Bad, Brian Cranston. Yes. And with me, as always, is my good friend and Green Ranger, Andrew Patterson. Green Ranger. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Could have been the White Ranger. Could have been worse. I guess so. That's true. Uh, so the two we're talking about this week, Power Rangers. And the rebooted Power Rangers, 2017 Power Rangers. You know who directed this movie? No. Neither do I probably doesn't matter should have been michael bay felt like michael bay fits in his universe yeah is it okay we'll talk about it in a second they make reference to a michael bay movie in power rangers what when well we'll get to that okay and then the other movie is james gunn's super oh yeah like that's right it was james gunn yeah it has it has uh some of the he uh michael rooker's in it obviously so that kind of screams james gunn yeah to me i think of Guardians of the Galaxy, I just think Michael Rooker. But anyway, which was like an indie kind of superhero movie. What's that like movie, Kick-Ass? It's like... It, oh, yeah. It's a okay. darker, grittier, more, more realistic... It's even more grounded. Yeah, it's a more grounded Kick-Ass. Well, realistic is, is, is debatable, but yeah, Kick-Ass, for sure. It's just grounded. Yeah, I would just say more grounded. There aren't like... The characters aren't as uh, fantastical and like wacky and crazy they're just kind of like believable crazy yeah. in like an uncomfortable way that makes you uncomfortable because they're just people that are probably kind of right well that's we're starting with super okay because it is our is our hidden gem so do we know who recommended this i don't did anybody recommend this yeah it was a, we... it was right in the beginning it was one of the one of the one Whoa. of the first recommendations and i've had it downloaded forever or i mean i've had it purchased forever but um yeah, I haven't haven't just haven't sat down and watched it. There's Strange so many movie. people in this movie. Yeah. Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion, Rain Wilson, Alan Page, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Uh, oh, the guy from The it? Wire? Bubbles from The Wire? Bubbles from The Wire. What should I call it from uh Bloodline and Freaks and Geeks? Bloodline. The pet store, the sister. Like the oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I'm having a really hard time remembering her name, which is really unfortunate because she's one of my favorite yeah. actors in both of those shows. Um, she's only in it for a second, though. I thought she yeah. might be the sidekick. Anyway, this—how do you even start? It's very much like a—I a, think in the wake of all of this, it's what's funny about it. Okay, so here's what I think about this movie: it in the wake of all of these big budget blockbuster superhero movies and marvel building the marvel cinematic universe yeah because this movie was what like 2000 i want to say 2010 10 so already a couple of these movies have come out christopher nolan's batman movies all that kind of stuff superhero movies were already in their big money 
there was a couple movies like this and comic books like this that kind of so this was made by ifc by the way just so you can get like a quality like yeah the level of production quality but it's like one of those movies that that brought me back in quality wise to like the, the movies that i would get at blockbuster or rogers or something that yeah you know that you don't know what it is and you just pick like it up. oh this looks cool yeah like for a, sure hundreds, Paperman. hundreds hundred cigarettes did you ever see that movie no oh anyway um yeah there's it definitely had that feel but it yeah. but so it's a it was like a re- reaction almost to that like these superhero movies are ridiculous the characters aren't relatable it's like all over the top and a little bit of like the Watchmen thing where it's like also they're really like messed up people because they just go around doing what they want and getting away with it. Right. So there's a couple things like Kick-Ass, which obviously was based on a comic, but there's all these sort of like parallel to the big budget movies, sort of a rash of like lower budget superhero movies that kind of poke fun at it right. here and there. So it fits into that category, but it's very dark, like w- weird that like vision that he has too it's kind of made clear very early on that he might just be like a very um mentally ill person oh yeah and the the movie kind of like it's weird there's a sort of like conflicting i'm conflicted about movies that almost trivialize a thing you know what i'm trying to say like it doesn't. But, it doesn't take like a serious, dramatic like. Okay, this is like a problem that people have because not everybody goes around beating people with wrenches, right? But like the idea that they're just like, there's a line between oh, he's just a crazy guy, and then trying to paint it as like a somewhat serious like this person is like dist- you know they yeah. have they have issues, they have you know, there's like a weird thin line there that it's kind of like hard. But when I you, think when you start leaning less into. Oh, let's just dismiss this person as crazy and you try to like put some sort of like emotional like, okay, no, this person is lonely. You know, they have like a lot of things that they need to work through. Then it kind of gets a little bit touchy for me because then it's like, okay, but like now it's more real. Oh, exactly. More real because I mean, they show him his his like home life was garbage. Yeah. He meets this when he's praying to God. Right. On at, at his bed. And he's just basically like. I like I suck like I'm ugly you know I'm not I'm uninteresting like my life sucks I know people are laughing at me and it's like a moment where you're like oh like you know and he's like what like basically like why did you make me like this can you just fix it basically and then immediately following that he has like that weird vision probably from watching the anime porn where like those tentacles yeah come in and like cut open his head and like he's touched by god and he's like oh i've always had these visions and it starts to like paint it very quickly you're like oh like shit like this is <laughs> this guy's but it's got some stuff going on but like i do like how in the movie they they basically say like all the good things or the things that would seem like good things in his life mm-hmm. have happened because the people that he surrounds himself with are also messed up. So as an example, you know, he's dating this, this really pretty girl, Mm -hmm. but it turns out that she's an ex drug addict and she's met him right when she enters the program, Mm -hmm. which is like a big no, no, because yeah, when you take one thing and you kind of like substitute it for, yeah, yeah. it's only like a bandaid. And then she turns back to drugs and leaves him. Yeah. Like basically, you know, there's no, he doesn't have any positives. And I think that, that like, they don't paint him to be a hero ever. Like, no. When he beats that guy because he cut in line. 
Yeah. Because at first he's doing things and you're like, oh, he's cleaning stuff up. Like yeah. he, his his methods are a little bit extreme, but like he's yeah at least targeting the people that he sees as bad. Yeah. But then the guy cuts in line and he's just like, you can't cut in line and like yeah. almost murders him. Yeah. You're like, well, oh, he, okay. You even earlier because like I was the parts where he was like uh, fix like fighting crime. It's so unhint because he's like laughing. It's not like it doesn't have the even if you had somehow never you weren't familiar with superhero uh you weren't familiar with like superhero tropes and all this kind of stuff like you know generally that heroes when they're beating somebody up are not laughing maniacally right and they don't usually very few superhero characters take it past the point where you know they knock a guy out and they leave him for the cops generally if you're not like wolverine or something those characters are distinctive because they always go too far but like immediately as soon as like He's like, I need to think of like a weapon because I don't have superpowers. And then just cuts to him drawing a face on a melon and hitting it with like a really heavy wrench. And he's just like, that'll do. Yeah. Like he just wants to like hurt people basically. Like, you know, and then he goes back to all these people and is just hitting them like repeatedly. Like, like it's like, it's so graphic and it's, and he's like laughing and he'll just be like, shut up crime his saying, you know, it's like weirdly simultaneously, like kind of funny because it's Rain Wilson, but you're like. This guy is just like borderline murdering people and it's making me feel really uncomfortable. So it gets interesting because when Ellen Page becomes his sidekick and she's doing the same thing and he sees her doing it. Yeah. At first he's like, like, what what are you doing? And then he realizes like, yeah, oh, this is what I was doing. Yeah. And that's when he kind of tries to pump the brakes on the whole situation. Mm -hmm. But then something happens between the two of them where he just, you know. Anyway, the whole movie is uncomfortable, but like yeah. very good. Would you recommend it? Would you say that it's a hidden gem? I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think, I think if you have, especially if you haven't seen Kick Ass, I think it's a good movie to see because yeah. it, it balances. It's like a counterbalance to like the sort of sugar coated, generally sugar coated bubblegum pop world of blockbuster superhero movies yeah but even kick-ass gets to that point right what where it's over the top yeah with like yeah. hit girl and stuff totally just like- i just meant like if you haven't seen kick-ass and all you've seen is like the marvel cinematic universe and some batman movies definitely check this out because it will probably shock you a little bit but also it's just like an interesting it's the same reason that i was interested by Watchmen, you know which was such a brilliant um so brilliantly written it's yeah. one of the best comics ever but where it kind of takes the perspective like superheroes like are not these pillars of like perfect like they're basically people who are mentally ill yeah you know and they're people who think that they exist outside the law and that's sort of what starts all of Watchmen. there are other things at work and that was fascinating when i was reading that because up until that point i'd you know, I read comics as a kid. I played the video games. I watched the cartoons. And yeah. you just think of them as people that are like, yeah. You don't think of it in like the spectrum. It's always black and white when you're a kid. You're like, there's good guys and bad guys. And maybe there's guys that are sometimes good, sometimes bad. But like then as an adult, you realize that the world is not so black and white. Yeah. And so movies like this kind of speak to that where it's like, oh, man. You know, like, but so there's two things that I'll say to that. One is I think that you people should see this movie, but it's also interesting that James Gunn directed this and then directed like a, a big budget superhero, superhero movie. movie. That's where I was going earlier, and I totally forgot that train of thought. Yeah, that was it's like it's and a really good one. Yeah, really good one. 
Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Also. And Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I haven't seen it yet. The second one. Oh, we should go see it. It's great. Yeah. Also, um, Watchmen. Apparently, Damon Lindelof might be making a TV show version of The Watchmen. I don't know if you heard this news. I didn't hear it. Is that... Now that uh, The Leftovers is finished... Uh, which, okay, so it's like a confident f- guy. Finished very well, by the way. Haven't haven't finished it. Haven't started. Um, only three seasons. And anyway... So is Bloodline, and we, I'm still not done Bloodline. Um, me either. I haven't finished the last season. But um, yeah, apparently they're going to make a... Uh, uh, TV show version of uh, The Watchmen should be interesting. I I would like it if they did that and it wasn't like it may be I, a like, miniseries. Mini yeah, I no I, I, the thing for me is like I've kind of flipped back and forth on this. Um, I don't know if we're ready to segue just yet. It would be a good segue. My my stance on remakes. I do have a segue also, but yeah. And it's like I'm not opposed to them, but I just kind of want to see like. Like, if they're going to do something with Watchmen, mm-hmm. don't make the movie and comic a TV show. You know? Like, do do like focus on maybe what we didn't get to see, like the history, like the original Watch, like when the Watchmen were formed. Sure. Or, like, focus on one of the characters. Like, focus on maybe, like, Osmandias when he's planning everything, but not, but before he actually executes it, you know? Like, but coming you, to that... So you could do it... You really, like, if you planned it out right, you could you could show the inception of the Watchmen team and then bring it into the movie sure. and then take it all the way out. That's what I mean. That'd be... Well, yeah. I mean, that'd be cool. I just, like, it's just kind of... Because the movie does leave parts out that I would have liked to have seen. Like, there's a lot more Rorschach stuff that... In the comic? Yeah. Yeah, that's that I true. would have liked to have been part of the show. And then there's stuff in the movie that wasn't really in the comics where you're just like, oh, that's kind of weird. But like, yeah. it, Is it going to be one of these things where it opens with Rorschach talking to his therapist about stuff that he did and then it's going to flash to him doing it or something? You know what I mean? Anyway, mm. who knows what's neither here nor there. We don't know anything about it. We're Which already spe- speculating wildly. Speaking of TV Do- shows, though. Yeah. I would have much rather the second movie be a TV show. And before... Everyone says, but wait, I just mean like in the same style that Riverdale was is or is to Archie, they could have made like a teenage sort of uh, drama, drama ish, but also weird, like weird sci fi drama out of this world of Power Rangers that they built. And I think it would have been a lot better. Okay, before we go any further on Power Rangers, though, can you tell me where a Michael Bay movie is referenced because I don't remember. Yeah, so at the end of the movie when they form the Megazord. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like a Transformer. He picks up a, a a yellow Camaro and throws it at one of the things and says, sorry, Bumblebee. Hmm. Mm. So. Is this included in that G.I. Joe, the rumors of that G.I. Joe Transformers uh, Power Rangers, like is Power Rangers part of that? It could be. It could I hope. I hope Battleship is also. By the way, bring bring back that Rihanna vehicle. Um, okay, so the Power Rangers movie, twenty seventeen, came out earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Big time blockbuster. Lots of money in it. Don't know how much money. Looked like a lot though. Yeah. Uh, right off the bat, things that I loved. Super cliche things. Nothing's going to surprise you here. Obviously, that amount of money buys a lot of pro- like a certain level of production, but like quality. And yeah. the 
No shot camera that, by the way. Oh yeah? yeah, like on BC, NBC or something yeah. like that. Yeah, the camera work, like the initial chase right out of the gates when he's like trying to get away from the cops after they put the cow in the yeah, yeah. high school was insane. I thought I was like, is this movie a three D movie or something? It was crazy when the car flipped. Yeah, like I, you know, I was just like, damn, like, this is fucking intense. I wasn't really. You see a lot of crazy shit in blockbusters, but that was just kind of. I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is going to have some sort of artistic there's going to be some creative ways of showing things you know yeah because like the whole thing was like inside the shot inside the truck like it was cool right anyway like it felt like you were driving the car or something yeah and i was like oh this could be neat if there's more stuff like this that didn't really last but certainly the level of quality the like the level of effects the shot you know like everything was like super it did feel like a michael bay movie Mm -hmm. heavily filtered like all you know all of the colors like they they were definitely going for a look um, this is essentially Breakfast Club meets Transformers. If you yeah. want to know what happens in this movie, basically, uh, yeah. And but that's why I thought it would have been better as a TV drama, because there are points where you think, you know, that, that they're they're really upset about certain things happening to some of the characters in the movie. Yeah, and I'm like, there's no way that you'd be inv- that invested in any of these people that you just met. But if you had drawn it out over a season or something, then you could be like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, you really don't give too many shits. I don't think the... Uh, also, the portrayal... Sorry to cut you off again, but the portrayal of of a uh, autistic teenager yeah. is just like... When he's like, I'm on the spectrum. Brutal. Fucking brutal. Oh, my <laughs> God. I was just like, this... How insensitive. Could you, <laughs> yeah. Because, but- like... I mean, it's okay to have a an autistic character, but like, just do it right. Yeah, you know. Or yeah, not like so they tried to take wrong. so like the original Power Rangers, which some might say, it felt kind of. Uh, I mean, there's lots of spoofs of it where they kind of focus on this. It it, it almost had that sort of like affirmative action, like you know, oh, we need to be diverse now, so let's make this team one of each. We'll have two girls three guys we'll have one guy that's like white one guy that's black one guy that's uh latino or something you know right. and then we'll have a girl that's asian and then we'll have another white person but it will be a girl as well and then like maybe potentially later on in this you know there's like uh, it's up for debate maybe one of the characters is gay you know like and it's like they writ not happened a long time ago Right. And in this movie, it's like, oh, we got to let's, you know, what else can we incorporate into these five characters? Well, mental illness and people who are, you know, inclusiveness all across the board in every possible way, whether it's like uh, sexual orientation or it potentially somebody who's on the spectrum, like things home like life. that. That, that li- one yeah. girl who had like the economic life. Yeah. yeah. All of these things. They're like, well, the, well, original- the Asian dude with his mom. Oh. Yeah. Well, but that's the thing, though. Like, they were like, well, it's not enough to just have people that are like different skin colors. Yeah. And that are equally, as much as you can divide five into equal parts, we have like girls and guys. Now we have to like include all of these other things. But that's, but in, what, that's the whole Breakfast Club aspect of it. It's sure. Just, they're just like, oh. but it doesn't have the feeling like they didn't try to do it in a way where you're like, oh, okay. Like you, like you said, like if it was a TV show and they actually built that up, it just, yeah. it was just like, okay. They just added all of these things so that they could try to like say that they spoke to that topic. If you right. know what I mean, I don't know. 
it's interesting that the that's two, a bad thing though that's not a thing that we no. love that's a thing that was stupid but the two well in some ways the two main characters are the most shallow the guy and the girl yeah like the, at least the other characters they try and build depth like i did like the asian guy and his mom was kind of like a like a interesting scene and um the uh i don't know was she latino girl yeah whatever like that one was kind of interesting too but like the the main character his whole thing is what like he was a football star that pulled a prank and now his dad doesn't love him as much anymore like yeah. okay fine but maybe that's part of the thing is that he's just a dick and he's he, just like a shallow but he's not though because he stands up for the nerd right <laughs> mm, yes and, he's the, yeah yeah okay and sure. then and then the 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 main girl is just like a mean girl right she yeah. just like sends a set like a what I can only assume to be a nude photo of someone whom she said was her friend to somebody else to embarrass them. Anyway. It's a weird dynamic to try to build in a Power anyway. Rangers movie. Yeah. Okay. One thing, another thing I did like, maybe this happened during the T when the TV show was on the air and I was a kid and I just was like too stupid to notice it or don't remember the specific detail, but I do kind of like how they set up the Power Ranger story. And the Zords specifically. I like, cause like in the TV show, I was like, I remember even as a kid, I'm like, I love dinosaurs and I love robots. Cool. But like, I was like, why are these fucking robots dinosaurs? It doesn't, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't but think it, they ever did in the original. But in this, how they were like, okay, there was like aliens fighting. The fight came to earth like 65 million years ago. All this crazy shit happened. They're yeah. like, okay, we're going to like, but then I like that they, in one sentence, uh, alpha five is just like, oh yeah, these, these are like your, Zords or whatever, like you'll use them to fight. They like take on the the traits and the appearance of whatever the most powerful life form on the planet, like they land on, is. And when they landed here, it was sixty five million years ago. So there's dinosaurs. And even though that's like a super, like I was just like, oh, yeah, okay, it's it's that's all you need to do. Yeah, yeah, just give me something. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll take, I'll buy that. I did like Brian Cranston and as Zordon. Well, yeah, I didn't like the designs of the swords. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't know. And the suits also with the glowing blue, uh, whatever. (laughs) But uh, I liked the idea that he was also just a character with his own motivation. Agenda. It wasn't just like in the show, it was just like some floating head who's like, let's save the world or whatever. Yeah. He, He like, you know, had some underhanded stuff going on. So they tried to make it a bit more complex. A bit more nuanced, if you will. But then, you know, the thing is that also it's like Power Rangers. So yeah. you could have probably not done that and had maybe even a slightly better movie if you just focus on some other things. But it's cool. Whatever. I applaud. And Rita was a former Power Ranger in this. Like we said. Yeah. I, I applaud the attempt, like mm-hmm. we said last week, the, to... The gold thing. No, I don't to try Goldar or Goldar. What was it called? Well, well, why was she eating gold, though, to get her strength back? It didn't make any sense. Anyway. Sorry, you, there's you, a couple things that didn't make sense. You applaud when we were talking about in the last episode about musicians that are like, "Fuck it, let's just I'm a let's roll the dice, man." Yeah, let's fucking just try this. And then when everybody's like, "No, nah, don't do it," and they're like, "No, nah, I'm gonna do it," and then they just do it. That's like this movie was just kind of like, let's try to make this more interesting for like a new, more sophisticated group of you know. Well, did you ever see movie. that like 20 minute thing? Or fifteen minute thing yeah. that the guy put on the short. Yeah, yeah. This kind of started off, and I was like, "Oh, this is similar to the like what the, the dying alien rangers and stuff." That, that had like cool. weird nudity in it, though, and like yeah. it was pretty messed up. They all had PTSD, which I thought was like amazing. Yeah, they should have just done that version. Fucking yeah, 
the rated R Power Rangers. That like always happens though. People come up with these cool shorts that are passion projects because they have a podcast like we do or something, mm-hmm. and they're just like they see everything that's wrong that or that could be improved, and then they just do it. Mm-hmm. And those almost never get made into movies. District Nine got made into a movie, and that yeah. was kind of an example. But like a sort of example is Deadpool. Because yeah. they, they were almost not going to make that movie, and then the whole thing got leaked up, like the trailer oh, the got test? leaked online or whatever. Yeah, yeah and it, they went, people went nuts for it, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, this is bankable." Yeah, yeah. Did uh, you like this movie though? No, I wouldn't say no. I didn't love it. No. You gotta love it. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was like uh, there are parts I liked. It's predictable. Yeah, totally. Like other than those like weird things, but like you just knew you could, you know. I don't know. I thought his dad was going to find out that he was a Power Ranger, though. And then, like, all would be right in the world. But that didn't happen. Mm. You know? Like, he saves his dad, his dad's life. And then... I think... He was, I, you know. yeah, I don't know. The putties were kind of cool. Yeah, I wanted more of that, though. Like, there wasn't even a challenge with the putties. It's just kind of like they came... The whole thing happened too fast. That's why I feel like it has to be a TV show, right? Like, the putties arrive. They immediately just fight them off. And then go the first, fight the big thing. The first like hour and fifteen minutes of the movie is them just finding the coins, yeah, and becoming the Power Rangers, and then trying to train. And it felt like the length of a movie, right? And then shit started happening. Yeah, I don't know. Didn't love it. Don't think it's necessary viewing. But if you really love the new Transformers movies and you really love the new, G- actually, no, you know what, GI Joe, fuck it, I'll say it. GI the GI new GI Joe movies are kind of fun. At least the second one was crazy. Yeah. But yeah, just not very good. There Didn't was, love it. There was a lot. Couldn't of, find enough to love about it. There was a lot of homages to the original show, though. Like at one point, uh, she yells out, "Make my monster grow," and like um, I can't remember that from the original show. That, that's crazy. Oh, she said she said it every episode. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Like I didn't. I guess maybe I just didn't watch the show as much as I thought I did when I was a kid. Yeah. I just knew. They also do the original like Go Go Power Rangers theme when the Zords are coming out of the mountain or whatever. Uh, I like the the guy like rips on guitar for a second. Not in the movie, like you just hear a guitar ripping like. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the. Uh... Yeah, there's just I don't know when and like in the dialogue when they try to do callouts though when he's yeah. like the Zords, they join together to form some kind of. Super like Mama Zord yeah. or something. He's like, no, no, no. That sounded lame. Megazord. Yeah. Like you're like, <laughs> okay, yeah. I hated how that happened. By the way, yeah. Like, I wanted them to accidentally like as you, you know, mean like they, how they just went into like that lava, yeah, or whatever, no. and then yeah. But like as they were getting pushed off the cliff and pushed closer and closer together, I wanted them to just like accidentally sort of like trigger something so that they would all sort of fit together and then. Have you watched back. the new Voltron series? No, is it good? I don't know, but I've heard really good things about it. Like, really good things. Hmm. I have not. What going to do? Well, I honestly, I don't know. Th- uh, this, I feel like, uh, I mean, Super was interesting, but this was kind of flat. This, You know, I don't really have much more to... It's mindless viewing, though, right? So, like, sure. It's something that you could turn on and watch. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I could just put it on and be like, nah, this is fine. Yeah, you know? I guess so. Well, but that's, like, not love, though. That's not love. No, but there's stuff that I liked, or I would say there's stuff that I loved about it. Maybe. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Has there been a remake? We haven't watched all of them. We haven't talked about all of them on the show, but a remake in like the last five years in Gold Clue Transformers mm-hmm. of like a classic 80s property. Yeah. 
that you did love? Yeah. 21 Jump Street. Okay. That's a great example. I didn't think you were going to go there. Okay. I agree with that. Yeah. That's uh, a great movie. But even 22 Jump Street, which is not as good, but hilarious because they acknowledge how ridiculous it is that they're making a sequel right. to the first one and they call it, call it out ad nauseum. Like that made that movie hilarious to me. Like how it was just like everything was about the budget. It's just like, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but they gave us more money to like make a bigger, better movie. But like what the jokes in the film are about how it's like the police department, like 20, the 21 Jump Street department got more money, but it's clearly thinly veiled references to the fact that they're just doing a cash grab sequel right. to the movie. I mean, there are definitely a lot of horrible remakes, mm-hmm. but there's a few that I could point to that I enjoyed, whether or not it be like some of them are arguable, right? Like mm-hmm. um, Star Trek. I, I th- yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'd put that in this category, right. but yeah. But it is and it isn't. Same with Batman. Like, yeah. uh, Dark Knight is like it is and I, and I both through I mean Batman is amazing Star Trek movies I, I liked the new ones yeah but most of the time it, it's it's garbage like you know what I saw this weekend actually Ninja Turtles 2 no although I do have that if we want to watch it at some point mm. um chips oh yeah was it any good no <laughs> no yeah. I mean there are definitely moments where I was like yeah this is this is not bad, but Dax Shepard for the most part, written written and directed by, and, and starring. starring. Wow, Dax Shepard, dude, where did Dax Shepard come from? That's uh, a total tangent, but he, he came from that Ashton Kutcher show. That's where he like really made his name. What was what, it called? That... The Hidden Camera one. Oh, what? No, I don't know it. Yeah, you do. Punked. Oh, Punked. oh, I had no idea. Yeah, was he just buddies with Ashton Kutcher? I don't know, but he was like the second lead on that show. So like he helped punk people or he would be like the guy that nobody knew. If Ashley Kutcher wasn't doing the punking, he'd be like the the like guy that they would send in because he wasn't at that time wasn't a celebrity or anything. This just taking this tangent even further. But do you think that a show like Punked could exist today? Because I, fe- I think of some of the scenarios where like because they would have to one up everything like where. There was an episode where he punked Outcast, and like Outcast was like not having it. Yeah. And I feel like if you like if somebody tried to punk like Young Thug today, they yeah. would just get fucking ruined. Like they would, you know, but something really bad would happen to them before the. I guess it depends on what you mean, because like Eric Andre's show, true, is kind of that's a good point. But it's also it's not I, it's not a hidden camera. No, like people know they're going to be on it, but it's still like. You know, being they're being made a fool of. Yeah, that was a really good one, though. Yeah, when they had the rappers do that obstacle course. All right, we're like way off topic now. But anyway, Oop. I'm still trying to think of remake movies. I didn't even. Oh, wow. Okay, I looked up a list. Some of these. First of all, Dread. Yeah, Dread was great. Great, great Dread movie. Dread was great. Three Ten to Yuma. Oh yeah, fuck it. Maybe there's more than I think there is. But, Three Ten to Yuma is also awesome. Yeah. Uh, Brem Stoker's Dracula. That's not 80s, though. Is arguable. No, no, it's not 80s. I'm just it's looking just at a remake. remakes. Oh. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. The Departed is apparently a remake? It's a remake of Infernal Affairs. Oh, okay. Fair. 12 Monkeys. Oh, yeah. 12 Monkeys is a remake of a French film called Le Jeté. I did not know that. Uh, True Grit. Mm, yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, I liked it. Magnificent yeah, I liked Seven. It also. Magnificent Seven was fun. It wasn't like amazing scarface 
Scarface is a remake? Apparently. Uh, something new every day. Yeah. Of a 1932 gangster movie of the same title. Whoa, we should try to find that. Yeah. That would be crazy. A 1932? Considering wh- how and where Scarface Al Pacino version takes place, yeah. I'm like curious to know how much of a remake it could be. That's a big gap. Yeah, of of decades between those things. Like, what would it even be the same? No drug. If, no, no. It, it's probably like maybe a movie about an Al Capone or something, mm. and how he like started from the Did streets the, and be- the scar. Right. Yeah, started okay. from the streets and became like a whatever, like crime lord, one of the greatest gangsters of all time, or most powerful, or most I don't know, whatever, farthest reaching. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I guess. Now is a good as good a time as any to talk about recommendations. Do you have any for us? Oh, uh, I don't know that I have one queued up right now. I to be almost with you. want to recommend the leftovers yet again, just because it finished. It would be like the third time that you recommended it, maybe. Probably. I'm just so happy and upset at the same time because I'm that pretty sure the the like description for the final episode is it will explain everything it will explain nothing and both of those things are 100 percent true it both explains that show everything really cool nothing at the same time but it was it was satisfying it's one of those things you have to like reckon with but after you think about it a while you're like oh yeah of course that's how it ended Hmm. um but i won't recommend that well i will but I, i think my recommendation for the week will be Oh, what have I done lately? It's so hard to keep track of uh, all this media that we were forced to take in that I can hardly remember. Yeah, I got one, but okay. it's... Okay, what is it? It's the new uh, Vince Staples record. Okay. Which came out on Friday. Vince Staples, if you're not familiar, is a West Coast rapper from California, from Long Beach. Uh I don't know, man. It's fucking wicked. It basically sounds like a uh, like a techno album, like an a early, maybe not early, but like a. It's clearly inspired by American dance music, like different types of house and techno music, and all of the beats sound like if they didn't. It's just like beats like that, then with rapping on it, sure. with Vince Staples type rapping on it. Uh, and it's like a good length. It's not like a fucking like twenty four track plus skits rap album, mm-hmm. which has its you know has there's a time and a place for everything. But there's been so many really long rap albums lately. It's nice to have one that's just like concise, like ten tracks or something like that. And it's got his usual uh, sort of observational lyricism, you know, kind of witty. In very well crafted raps. Do you have a song awesome for us? Flows. Um, I'm trying to think of one that isn't one of the singles, but the, there was three singles. Big fit. No, here I'll check. What do you? Let me. Let me just. Let me just have a look. All right. My recommendation is not going to be a. Uh, it's going to be not a hidden gem, but something that most people have heard of. But maybe you just passed it by because you're like, ah, I'll see it. Maybe I won't. Lego Batman. Haven't seen it yet. They make a reference to Gleaming the Cube. No. Yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. That is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, 
Batman tells Robin that uh, he's gleaming the cube, <laughs> which is fantastic as he's skateboarding across some sort of cyber or something. But um, I, I almost liked it more than the Lego movie. Really? Yeah, because it's like oddly dark because Batman in this iteration can't work with people and has a has a hard time um not trusting people but he doesn't want to uh he doesn't want to let people help him because he's afraid that they're going to get hurt in the process yeah but it's done in a comical way where he's like yeah but it's also kind of, yeah but it's also kind of serious at points too which is it's kind of like the lego movie kind yeah. of had that elements of that they've really like, mastered that sort of thing also um, the voices in the movie are just like it's a star-studded who's who of of stand-up comedians really yeah like of the new generation then you know it's not like dave Chappelle and louis ck but it's uh oh you know doug benson ricky lindholm um garfunkel and oates you know are in in it and there's a female playing clayface cool which is funny you would be interested to know that uh your boy Justin Vernon had involvement in the new Vince Staples record Ooh. and is on the first track as well as co-writing it, I believe. Really? But um, Now I should listen to that song. Yeah, it's good. There's uh, maybe track seven. Yeah, right. It's produced by Flume and Kendrick Lamar features on it. But whatever. We'll keep, I mean, the, the whole thing is good. I d- it's short enough that I think that anybody could kind of like, even if you're used to just listening to singles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and you don't really have the patience for albums. Like this is a, a reasonable length album, but we can cue something up. Do we? Uh, do we? <laughs> do we know what we're gonna do next week? Um, oh, are we gonna? Should we do a we watch it so you don't have to? Well, we could. We're, we'll probably be doing it up north. That's right. So we have to keep that in mind. Okay. But uh, either we do that, or I was thinking we do something Canada or Fourth of July themed. All right, let's do it. It'll be a mystery. Okay, it's going to be a mystery Canada Day weekend episode extraordinaire. Yeah, or maybe it's Beer Fest and something else beer related. No, Beer Fest no. isn't good enough to be, or bad enough to be in no, either I agree. category. Although the part where he wakes up beside that dead deer <laughs> naked is. Kiba does not like dead deer. Yeah. Well, whatever. Anyway, it'll be a surprise. All right. Until next time. Keep loving it. Boy, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. 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 Boy, yeah. Is your house big? Is your car nice? Is your girlfriend? Fuck her all night. You will pay, are your shows packed? If your song played, what they know that? How to thug life, how to love life, how to work low. Is your buzz right? Do the trap jump? Is the club right? Got your hair right? Boy, you're right. Boy, you're right, you're right, you're right. Pretty women want to
be a rich man's bitch. Pretty woman want a couple kids. Pretty woman want a new ass, new lips. Pretty woman want to push your bins. Come correct and she won't let you in. Coming through the check, she gets it in. Diamonds on your neck is then pretend. Boy, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Boy, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Pop, pop till he's shaking. Pop like four on the floor, been in rotation. No allegation. Popular demand, I understand my name. It's only for conversation. New York nigga be like dead ass. LA nigga be like on the dead homies. I was off the porch like FedEx. 211 got bread on me. K. like the side dice. Bro, like fried rice and pink power strip. Uh, temporary pimp. Nah, I don't remember them. Just canary yellow gym. Jumping out the fucking gym. Uh, swing like new day in the day and I ride dirty. Paint like two damn wings. Retire early. Uh, fade like shadow. A stallion and cattle. A bitch's decision for you is narrow. Collision, the money, your fame, the pharaoh, the physic, the chemist, the lame, collateral for Kendrick, whenever exchange, compatible for riches, for more to gain. I said, nigga, yeah, right, I don't fair fight, but I bear fight, nigga, for my next road kill, for the headlight, hanging on my last four kills, for the highlights, my life, high life, high five, bye bye. Boy, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Boy, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Boy, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. 